Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Unpack That, a podcast where we talk about critical media analysis and uh, take a closer look at some of our favorite uh, pop culture stuff. Yay. Right now we are reading Berserk, because we picked uh, one yes. of the longest things in the world yeah. to start with. Your second series trick. in a podcast, you never start until about uh, 600 episodes uh, in, that's what we figured. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's normal um but i'm cal and i am here with my best friend cheval hello and before we get going on our actual um meat of the podcast and we do have like quite a bit to talk about today because yes. there's some good world building and stuff i'm very excited uh yeah. we're gonna talk about fighting games um because this is not a fighting game podcast but we no, do talk it's about not. it anyway i also had another funny i know we talked about funny merch ideas before but i had another one where i was like what if we had berserk spelled out but like in the guilty gear font or or the other way around okay i thought be... about that too yeah yeah because <laughs> we talk about guilty gear on here a lot yeah. and like sorry guys we're gonna start talking about other fighting games too if, this is not a fighting game podcast but um yeah, no, a lot of a lot of fun stuff happened in the world of fighting games this week. Um, we didn't talk about this before we started recording, but did you see the the um, multiverse fighter? Yeah, the two the two v two one that looks like it's like a Smash Bros. clone I, almost. I'm so intrigued yeah, by this because um, Nick did it too, right? Like we had the Nickelodeon <laughs> one with SpongeBob and shit, or Nick All Stars. Yeah, yeah. So the, so. Yeah, Nick All Stars is out. It's it's got a pretty decent player base. People are actually really enjoying it. One of the developers like posts about it all the time. They're always patching it and stuff, right? But like this one looks this one actually had me intrigued because I watched the trailer and it's actually like trying to be different because it's like a team fighter and like every character has a move that does okay. like an assist for the other person mm. and like also it's right. free to play. So I'm like, ah shit, I'm gonna have to play it because I have no excuse to not play it if I don't buy it. So, so yeah no I, I guess everybody's hopping on this fighting game train but one thing i did think that was funny in the trailer was um they made a point to be like we started this idea two years ago and i was like okay guys we didn't we didn't want to <laughs> we weren't trying to call you ripoff artists or anything <laughs> we like, we promise promise we popped this out first <laughs> Leave us alone. we were working on this we swear <laughs> yeah yeah so I guess people wanted, well, they did the Shaggy meme for one of the characters where he's like OP and has like yeah. a power field around yes. him, which I did think that was funny. But um, yeah, yeah, I I'm, I hope it's good. I, I, it's just the free to play thing kind of, I'm wary of it only because I've only played like maybe a couple of free to play games recently that like are actually free to play and are like fun, like, like Halo and Splitgate are free, right? And they, the only thing that's, not free is like cosmetics and i want this game to be like that but we'll see i don't know i don't know they said they're gonna add a lot of characters though so i saw the free-to-play thing and i was kind of like mm, but also like see i know like apex has done like a pretty decent job being free to play and still having like content for you yeah. on the free-to-play side of things and like you've you've really been enjoying like halo and stuff too um so like yeah i guess like to me i'm like it could work, but also it's for, like, um, is it Warner Bros. doing it? Who is it? It's, um, yeah, I think oh, it's but... Warner Bros. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. That makes me kind of nervous, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, 
but let me hold on. Let me see, because it's a lot of Warner Bros. characters. Because I think like there's like uh, Arya from Game of Thrones is in it or something like that. Yeah, it's WB. WB. Yeah. Well, because they they have so many different fucking brands to work with. It's almost kind of scary, right? Because here's the starting cast. It's uh, we we don't have to stay on this game too long, right? But here's the starting cast. It's Bat, and these these people are all voiced by like they're either like most known voice actor or the person who's like only voice acted as them. So. Um, Batman, which is funny because they're toting the voice acting is one of the biggest complaints about Nick All-Stars is that there is no voice acting. There's, like, no, like, talking from the characters. Uh, so, um, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn. You have to have Harley Quinn in everything yeah. in DC these days. Um, I say this as a Harley Quinn fan. Uh, Shaggy, <laughs> Bugs Bunny, Arya Stark, Jake from Adventure Time, Finn from Adventure Time, Steven Universe, Garnet, Tom and Jerry, and... An original character for the game, Ryan Dog, who who knows who the fuck that is. But yeah, they made him for the game, so we none of us know who he is. But Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I'm looking at a picture and I was like, what the fuck is that from? Knowing it's for the game is a little yeah. better. I'm like, oh, okay. That yeah, makes sense. Ryan Dog. I was um, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't right. I don't mind the style they've used for it too. I feel like it works pretty well it kind of i mean the harley quinn looks like she does in the show and stuff but i feel like mm-hmm. Arya and wonder woman and stuff are like they look pretty good for the most part and they picked kind of the better yeah it, it looks recent style not the super ugly one so i can get that. it doesn't look bad right <laughs> like, like it doesn't look like shit right and that's what scared people about the nick game too is it was like oh that doesn't look bad and it doesn't play bad it has rollback which actually isn't like poorly implemented it's pretty like fun to play. I've considered buying it several times. But I'm like, no, do not buy mm-hmm. that unless it's like ten bucks. But same. This one, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested, but it's also like, hmm, I I wonder I wonder how much like life this has, but also because it's just crazy how many brands they have. Right. Like they own so many fucking things. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know, like, I'm really curious about the lineup. I'm like, how is that going to work? Like, are you going to add more people from, like, other, like, I guess, like, real person stuff? And, like, looking at this, like, character screen, like, the versus screen, it looks like they have, like, levels and stuff. So I'm like, are you leveling them up? Like, how does this work? I don't know. I need to see more from it is kind of what I feel like because I'm intrigued, but I'm also... Like, I'm not a fighting game expert by any means, but I have had some experience with free-to-play. You've played, played a game before. I played a video game. Um, <laughs> I think I don't think I talked about it on here last time. Maybe I did. I was talking with Cheval recently about how I used to play Cookie Run and spend, like, way too much fucking money on that. I think that was on your <laughs> stream, actually. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was on my stream. Yeah, um, I used to spend, like, way too much money on, like, Overwatch loot boxes and, like, Cookie Run and, like, all this other shit. Because, like, I have a very addictive personality and I also like being good at things and leveling up makes brain feel good. Right. Because it's gambling. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I've worked really hard to get out of that. And so seeing like this here, I'm like, uh, we'll see, you know, like I, yeah, because right. it can go either way. Like, like, cause there, there's some, like, there are some games straight up, like we'll, we'll get to a game that's also free to play that decide to pop out a fighting game, but there are some free to play games that, you know, still like they work really well. Like a lot of people play a lot of, yeah. um, 
like Rocket League, right? Like that one is has been free to play for years, even though it used it used to cost money and it still has a gigantic player base that enjoys the game and none of them pay anything to play it. And that's why a lot of the league stuff is accessible is because you don't have to pay for the game. Right. So, you know, um, I don't know. I, I like the idea of free-to-play games, and I feel like some of them are getting less predatory because I feel like we've been screaming about it enough for the last 10 yeah. years that I feel like some companies are trying to like be like, okay, we promise, cosmetics only. Right. So if you want like right. a shiny helmet or something, you can buy it. And if you don't, you don't have to. Like that's that's what I prefer with those. And then like you build the game to be good. And mm-hmm. if the core game itself is fun, then I'll play it. But like, yeah, it could go either way. And with it being a huge company who has done gaming stuff before, I mean, you know, they've done like Injustice and they've done like Mortal Kombat. So they have All some, right. you know, experience. experience in this arena. Yeah, so I... we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. And, like, I, uh, as if you've been listening for a bit, you know I'm, like, really new to a lot of fighting game stuff. So I could be, like, way out of bounds with it. But I just, like, I think about, like, how overwhelming even the cosmetic stuff in Overwatch is. Because, like, it's, like, compulsory. Like, I I talked about this on the stream, but I've dropped, like, hundreds of dollars on Overwatch loot boxes and stuff and like borrowed money to do it because I did not have money. It's fucked, dude. It's really fucked up and like it's like not it's something I'm embarrassed about. It's not great, but like it's it's so weirdly addictive and I feel like Cookie Run does a slightly better job because you can still get the skins and stuff and it's more likely that you'll be able to get them because it's, you can buy them with, like, gems, right? So if you've saved your gems for a right. bit, you can get it. Whereas with Overwatch, like, you had to get them in loot boxes, and it gave you so many repeats that it... And you couldn't use your money on it or anything, so it was just, like... Or maybe you could, oh, but it was, like, really ridiculous, and you didn't get a lot of money after a while. I don't remember what it was. It was That's just, like, awful. a really horrible, like, loop and stuff. And so I hope this isn't like that because I can't play it if it is. But, um, yeah. No. And, and I think that that is literally... That's just understandable, right? Because that's the thing is... That's why a lot of people don't play some of those games. Like, like Fortnite is kind of like that for a lot of people, right? Like, they buy a lot of stuff in it and they don't really think too hard about it. And that's why it's kind of a problem for some people. But, yeah. you know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I really yeah. hope that you don't... That, that, that everybody will be okay but um and that you can continue to live in your house um if you or anybody else you know has dealt with uh <laughs> loot box addiction um, <laughs> gambling <laughs> no yeah Help I, them, I've, I've also been there because that's the thing like overwatch <laughs> got me into loot box buying and then i was like i would literally be like pressing the buy button and be like what am i doing and then do it again the next week so I know. Oh, God, it's the worst. It yeah. would be Halloween that would always get me, too. Because, like, the rest of them, I was like, I can do okay, you know, like, I'm fine. And then they release, like, a Halloween skin, and I'm like, if I don't get this, I will physically combust. And so, like, <laughs> and I would play for, like, you can ask them all, I would pay, play Overwatch <laughs> for, like, hours a day. Like, I would play minimum two hours, probably upwards oh, yeah, of, dude. like, Fuck with that game. Hours. Like, for real, for real. I did. And, like, that's why I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. It's very funny how, like, <laughs> disillusioned I've become with Overwatch just because of, like, everything. Because I think I stopped playing, I stopped playing, like, three or four years ago. I think three years ago. Um, and then right. I, um, after that, the stuff with Hong Kong happened. And then the stuff with, there was just, like, 
a lot, and obviously Blizzard is in hot fucking shit right now. Yeah. So, yeah. oof. Ooh, yeah. We, oof. we can talk about that a little yeah. bit uh, today, too, because, yeah, um... Fuck Bobby Kotick, first of all. But yeah, I, 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 all, all, my favorite thing that happened with that whole situation, in case you don't know, um, more stuff came out that basically mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Blizzard Activision, they kind of knew everything that's been happening, which if you didn't know about that, a lot of um, sexual harassment and assault stuff came out and a lot of gross shit that these guys were doing came out. But um, it was found out that like the higher ups basically knew and were trying to cover it up. It's like been proven <laughs> several times over. So, um, my favorite thing, though, is that Sony and Xbox came out and they're like, yo, uh, we don't know about them right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, unprompted. They were like, yeah. they were like, uh, Blue Activision, yeah, we're evaluating our relationship with them. Um, we'll get back to y'all on that, is like what they both said. Like, and it was, it was so funny because, like, basically everybody was like, yo, that's fucked up. And they were like, oh, but, um, our game got nominated for the game award. Nigga, shut up. Y'all in court right now. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And like, this is a mid, like, cause they had a walkout recently yes. too, like, um, for a strike. And like, there's just so much shit going on with them. And honestly, like huge, amazing props to the workers who are yes, like standing yes. up for their coworkers and doing what they know is right. Even though it's like against a huge company like Blizzard that could potentially like threaten their like work connections and everything like that's incredible and awesome. And it's really cool seeing like all the strikes coming mm-hmm. out right now, right. not in like the sense of why they are, but the fact that people are, you know, remembering that, Oh yeah. Unions have a purpose yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> and like that, coming back to the forefront so that's good to see but also just like it's just been absolutely insane because i feel like it's like every other month it's like blizzard did this too and i'm like of course they fucking did (laughs) oh god yeah um so yeah it's just absolutely unhinged and like it's not surprising i've i followed a lot of like indie dev people who have worked with you know bigger companies and talked about this kind of thing for years and then who also have talked about stuff with like smaller developers and stuff there's several things going on right now but it's just like insane to watch all of it unfold but i'm i'm glad it's happening but i'm sorry that it has to no yeah it shouldn't have to happen in the first place right right you shouldn't have to like explain your entire trauma to be believed and for like media consumption and stuff you know that sucks so hard but it's yeah it's just a weird balance and it's just kind of the world we live in right now which is horrible but i am glad that people are like finding courage to speak out and that they're able to like help other people who are not able to do that in their circumstance right now exactly Exactly. those are good things it's it's on a a more serious yeah that's that's all on a more serious note on a lighter note um shafal wants to talk about project l which is (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, I do because um, for context, uh, I don't know nothing about League of Legends. I think it's, I think it's uh, a degenerate game. Uh, everybody I know who's played it has c- committed severe war crimes, um, either socially or, or literally. Oh my God. So, um, I, I, so yeah, for, yeah. So people don't know, Project L was announced. It's a League of Legends fighting game, and it's like tag based, two v two. Basically, my favorite format of <laughs> these right. kinds of games, and um, I hate it because 
now I feel like I'm going to be forced to learn things about League of Legends characters, even though recently I got into King of Fighters and know nothing about the lore. Um, and Cal's fiance, Sasha, probably knows more about the lore than I do at this point because I literally have not looked anything up and haven't even. Yeah, she can tell you. Like, I, I literally do. Well, because that's the funny thing is like fighting is so funny to me because besides the ones I like really love the lore for, like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, I could give a fuck. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm like, what do your, what no, do your moves matter. look like? I want to see what your moves look like. Oh, that's what you do? That's sick. All right, I'm on board. And then next thing I find out, it's like, Oh, they murdered this whole person's family and called them a slur for some reason. And then it's like, oh, well, I've been mating them for three years, so I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I can't no, do anything I, about that. Listen, like, I didn't know <laughs> shit about fuck when I started Guilty Gear. And I, if you haven't followed, I main Zato. And then, like, I was reading up on him because I was like, is there shit? Like, is there a reason there's, like, not fan art and stuff for him? And I was like, oh, there is. It's because he's a piece of shit. Um, yeah, he's so, a garbage man. Oh, my God. The garbage hours, yeah. Uh, huge, massive piece of shit. But, like, am I going to stop maining him? No. Mm, no, um, no. Do I just write him off as kind of a funny man now because it's fighting games and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I do do that, actually. Um, exactly. But yeah, I mean, like, Eddie is a fucking demon who has probably committed actual war crimes and stuff, but he's just a funny little guy now, so it's he's fine. He's a little guy. Uh, he's just a little guy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, God, I was reading some KOF stuff, like, back when I was thinking about getting into it before I got 14 and right. I was just kind of looking cause I wanted to see, um, what kind of, uh, fighter Shermie was. Cause I wasn't sure. I was like, she's going to be some shit that I can't play, which she's a grappler. So learning a lot, but, um, right. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, we're, we're learning together, which is nice, man. but also, um, yeah, it's but hard. I've been, <laughs> I like read a little bit that day from like different characters and I was like, I, I'm done now, I think, um, because, like, it's not, like, as balls to the wall as Guilty Gear is, but it's still pretty fucking insane. Like, there's a lot of funny stuff, but my, my fiancé is fucking killing yeah. me right now because she keeps looking stuff up anytime. She, she's like, who's that? And I'm like, I don't know. And she'll look it up and, be, like, start reading me stuff while I'm fighting with Shaval, and I'm just, like... <laughs> I, I think it's so funny because because, like... So many people in the fighting game community, like, asking them to know things outside of, like, their main character, if they're not a big fan of the series, is a lot to ask. Because some of them, it's like, oh, did you know that they did this, this, this? And they're like, nah, bro, he has a really good um, dragon punch that's invincible at the right time. <laughs> and he has good mm -hmm. hooks. I don't yeah. know anything about this motherfucker. Yeah. It's just, it's it's funny. She... <laughs> She cracked me up. I love her very much. And this is not meant like meanly yeah, at all. I love I it. it was very cute and funny. But um I was playing <laughs> I've been playing the open beta no, with really and they have funny. like three stages right now. And there's this one stage where the sky's in the back and Sasha was like, Who's that? And I was like, Babe, I don't know <laughs> who that is. It's just some dude. <laughs> she's like, that's just some, but it's a fighting game. And I was like, that's a fighting like, game stage, bro. Game. And I'm like, yeah, it's not Guilty Gear. It's not like <laughs> Geo's in the back or something. This isn't this isn't Skullgirls. Um, but it was just it was just really yeah funny to me. And I <laughs> I didn't want to seem mean to her, but I was also Who just like, that? he's not anybody. He's just is that some, one of like, your friends? <laughs> uh, no. Um, but she's 
She's amazing. She puts up with me talking about so much shit with, like, Guilty Gear, and she has no idea what the fuck I am talking about half the time, because I'll be like, oh, I, like, did this, and then I learned I could do this thing, and blah, 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 because, like, I I don't know when to stop talking, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. she'll just be like, that's cool, and, like, Been she'll there. listen, you know, but <laughs> she puts up with a lot. Yeah, she's, she's like, I have like, no wow. idea what the fuck you're talking about, bro. <laughs> yeah, I... I, we we have the same no. It, there, I've gotten to the point where there's some things I'll I'll like try to tell Haley about, and I'm like, why why am I forcing her? What Cheval, Chill. She doesn't know what you're talking about. Don't make her, don't do, make this. her do that. Yeah, it's why she are you subjecting you know her to this? You, yeah, you don't need to explain. <laughs> don't explain what a Rekka is to your fiance. <laughs> she doesn't care. Rekka, what the fuck um, are you? Uh, what? God. <laughs> No, it, it was funny because that reminds me of when I was trying to te- teach Haley how to play Guilty Gear. Um, I was like, right, so you're going to press the dust button. And she's like, dust? And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's the name of the button. It's the dust button. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, is that like the name for it or something? And I'm like, no, that's like the name. Like That's what it's called. I know it's stupid. We all think it's stupid. It's not a normal thing. It's just the move. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. Yeah. I don't know about all this. It's like, like they call stuff like Gatling like, instead of like linking or like chaining or whatever. Right, um, right. It's like, what the fuck are you talking Guilty about? Gear is like, that's nice that we have like an existing lexicon of words. Um, We're going to make up shit now. <laughs> Like, right? Okay. Um, you can just uh, fuck yeah. off, actually. And then it's so funny because, um, like, sometimes I'll hear something, like, as I'm looking up KOF stuff or, like, watching stuff, and then I'm like, I don't know what that means, so I'll go to the fighting game glossary, and then it's like, in Guilty Gear, it's called this, and I'm like, of mm-hmm. course it's called something mm-hmm. fucking different Arxis in Guilty games, Gear. <laughs> Why the fuck would they Arxis say games in general, things? dude. Arxis games, they're like, hey, welcome uh, to our mechanics. <laughs> Eat my shorts. Literally. Um, you better learn exactly what all this means. And if you don't, you're dumb. And so, like, if you're in the Arxis, like, mood, you'll be like, oh, okay, I understand Dragon Ball. I understand, uh, you know, the Persona games. But if you're not, it's like, what is, what is this alien-ass game? Yeah, it, it's so funny. Let's rock. But, yeah, um, I think that is it for gaming news things we want to rant about there's there's been a lot we've both been really busy and stuff which is why we kind of switched to the schedule yeah. which if you're still sticking with us thank you we really for, appreciate it uh for letting us do this we really appreciate it it's just been a lot with like two weddings and the holidays and my fiance's having um a pretty sudden surgery that's minor but it's you, there's a lot going on you yeah. know so still we, a lot happening yeah. yeah we just need yeah. to slow our roll a little bit and we were like you know what it's still pretty early on we're still putting out content consistently. Let's just focus on that. So uh, thank you for sticking with right. us through right. that. But um, transitioning from that and getting into today's stuff, I'm going to give you all a quick recap. Uh, last time we were finishing up uh, Zod's arc, Nosferatu Zod. Yes. And... Uh, I think the time before Guts had like started to fight him and then he was like, oh, this is fun. And then he got really big and Guts was like, man, what the f- <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, and so <laughs> he thought is, you know, he's big. He's been around 300 years. Guts has no idea what to do because he's faced with a monster for pretty much the first time in like his existence here. And we... We talked right. about a few times how, like, 
to this point, the bailet is, like, the only weird thing Guts has kind of seen by this point. Before that, it was just very, like, high fantasy, kind of, you know, um, we got mercenaries, we got, like, these, like, battles going on, but we don't really have any, like, monsters yet. So this is, like, the first monster he's faced, and he doesn't really know what to do, and, um, he gets a few hits in, but finally Zod is kind of like, well, that was fun, but I guess you, I guess you can't really do anything. It's fine. Die. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the band of the Hawks showed up and they were, they tried to rescue Guts, but Zod was just kind of like, hey, don't get in my way. <laughs> I'm having a good time and I'm feeling very attacked right now. Um, get, get out of here, he, um. He rips through quite a few of the Band of the Hawk members, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but Guts is on the ground. He's totally laid out. Like, <laughs> I, I'm surprised he could still, like, conscious, you know? Boy, got smacked. <laughs> um, but he tells everyone to leave. And, of course, our core group does not leave. Um, and Griffith even is like, okay, you guys go. I'll, I'll be right there. And Costco's like, wait, what? And then she looks over and he's like trying to rescue Guts. And she's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's happening. Not my baby. Um, but he gets Guts and he's getting ready to leave. And then Zod, Zod drops so many raw lines in those chapters. Like, I really think you should just read the Zod arc, even if you don't read the rest oh, it's of it, because it's really good. But he's like, where are you going? your heart is still beating. And, like, I keep thinking about that <laughs> off and on, and I'm like, I want to be that cool if I'm ever killing someone. Like, I, w I would like to be that cool. Um, but, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> so Griffith and uh, Guts put up a fight against Zod <laughs> for a bit, and he knocks them both on their ass, um, kind of grandstands a little bit until he sees that there's the bailet around Griffith's neck, and he's like visibly scared for the first time since we've seen him. He's just very been this very, like, boastful raw power demon up until this point. And then he sees the Bela and he's just like, oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Um, and then once he recovers from his shock, he's like, I see. I see what's, I see what's happening here. Um, and he's like, well, I need to leave because I don't want to be around that. <laughs> um, but he does warn Guts before he leaves. And he tells him that um, eventually Griffith is going to give in and that Guts will die. And that and that's kind of all he gives him. It's very like the cryptic kind of warning where you're like, right. what is that about? And then later when it happens, you're like, oh, that's what that was about. It's one of those moments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like, oh, I wonder what the fuck that's supposed to mean. So yeah, we'll figure out what that means eventually, I guess. Where I'm where I'm at, I haven't figured it out yet. So we'll 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 see what's what's popping with that. Yeah, it's it's a ways it's a ways later from what I remember from the show. But um once he's gone, the band of the hawk goes help and like half of them help Griffith half of them help Guts and Guts is only worried about Griffith okay. but Casca is incredibly angry with him which is 
it's a very high emotional moment. We talked about it. It's fair. You're a dick. Even I though hate you. How she, re- how she responds to him. She's kind of like, it's all your fault. This is all your fault right now. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, he's like, what? Okay. And like, it, it, I mean, right. like, it's not 100% his fault, but it kind of is. Uh, we talk about this at length in the previous episode if you want to hear us get into that. But um, that's where it kind of ends with um, them both being tended to and carried out. Um, and then not when yet, we start yeah. this new chapter, this is uh, not quite the new volume yet. This is... I'm trying to figure out what chapter it is. Um, it is chapter one, Master of the Sword. So this is right after the Zod arc. And I feel like this is volume five if you're reading the paperbacks. Yeah, it's um, volume five because uh, next chapter we're reading is volume six. Yeah, this is volume five. And um, if you're reading along on our not pirating uh, Scanlation site, yeah. um, it's, it's chapter six. <laughs> Um, so they are at Wyndham Castle now, which I may be saying wrong because I'm not British, but, um, they're Mm, the capital, (laughs) yes, Wyndham, uh, uh, they're at the royal capital of Midland. (laughs) I'm sorry. All I can think about is Midland, Texas. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh. (laughs) Oh Oh, no. Oh Lord. I I hope it's... (laughs) Not like that. Uh, it's, it's Midland, uh, Texas, baby. It's Let's Texas fucking go. Now. Here we go. Um, but they're they're in Midland now. And we um, open the scene. There's this really big shot of kind of the castle compound, I guess. And if you weren't uh, super into medieval stuff when you were uh, 14 through 17, like I was, um, there's like kind of a town within the castle walls usually, too. And so there's, like, the outskirts, and then there's, like, right. a big wall, and then there's, like, a town, and then there's, like, more walls. And, like, the further in you get, and there's, like, less and less people are let through, and then there's the castle at the middle. So we kind of get, like, an overview of all of that and get to see, like, the gardens right. and the servants' quarters and, like, a glimpse of the town outside and just, like, you know, kind of, it's a good setting shot. I liked it a lot, honestly. And I was like, oh, he did research on castles. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, thank you, yeah, Mira. Thank you, Mira. <laughs> um, but we zoom in on these two nobles who are walking through, like, this promenade area. And they're gossiping. There's some gossipy bitches. Um, and they're talking shit about the Band of the Hawk. And they're saying, like, oh, that, like, beast story is just, like, a cover-up because they fucked up. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. that's how they got their injuries and shit. And they're like, yeah, maybe, but, like, a lot of people saw it. And the, he's like, nah, it's just <laughs> shit's fake. Um, but <laughs> he was like, I mean, like, he, one of them's like, I mean, even if that is fake, they <laughs> The one he's like, guy. He, they did, you know, the, subdue the stronghold. So you can't call that a blunder, you know? Like, it's, they definitely did that. Right. And then they're both just like, oh, he's going to get so much favor for this shit. I hate that bitch. Um, <laughs> but as they are talking about all this and, you know, being just nosy people, <laughs> um, Guts is walking down uh, the opposite direction right. towards them. And uh, this is... I'm not sure how long after this is. I'm assuming it's been, like, a few days at least, though. 
Because Guts had, like, some busted ribs, but also it's Guts, so you never... Yeah, he's always got busted ribs. You never know, but he's looking a little banged up still. He's got bandages on his forehead, and you can see some under his shirt and on his arms, and he's also relying on a crutch right now to get by. Uh, Looks like he's limping. One of his feet isn't 100% yet. Um, And the more reasonable guy is like, ooh, that's the captain of the Hawk, of the Hawks Raiders. It's him. It's him. And then um, the guy who was talking mad shit is like, oh. And then he's like, I I guess, like, I don't know what his thought process was here. But he starts, like, grandstanding in front of Guts and being like, get the fuck out of my way. And then he's like, oh, I heard a beast showed up on the battlefield. Did you get your wounds from the beast? Like, implying that, like, Guts is lying. He got his ass handed to him. And he's like, oh, maybe you, like, mistook a dog for the monster or something. And the other guy's just kind of like, man, don't do that. What are you doing, man? What the fuck are you doing? Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Guts doesn't care because it's Guts. He steps, he uses his crutch to, like, step on the guy's foot. And he shoves the other guy out of the way. And he's just like, I don't care. Um, (laughs) I'm moving on. Yeah. And... They're, like, one of the guys, like, on the floor holding his foot. He's not. <laughs> he's, like, yeah, being he's not very. Looking too good. Yeah, he's not looking too good. Which, like, if you can't even take that, I don't know why you thought you could stand up to him. But whatever. But, you know, they're mad at him. And Guts is just like, oh, sorry. The pain made me dizzy, I guess. Um, oh, whoopsie. <laughs> oopsie. Um, and Mr. Fancy Pants is, like, getting ready to duel him, but Guts just kind of, like, looks over his shoulder at him, (laughs) which just stops him short. And then he's just kind of like, okay. And then he keeps moving. Um, So it's kind of good to see Guts with other people again, because I feel like the band of the Hawk is just, like, used to him at this point, and they're just like, oh, yeah, that's just Guts, you know? But, like, seeing him with other people, it's like, oh, he's, like... Skilly, <laughs> um, but very skilly, yeah. very skilly. But he gets to his destination, <laughs> and we find everyone else from the band of the Hawk kind of lingering outside. Um, <laughs> there's a really cute like. <laughs> I love how Rickert looks in this panel because he's just kind of got like the Pikachu face or whatever, and it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> like ah, but um, <laughs> uh, they're like, "What are you doing here? Why are you out of bed?" Um, but before he can really answer, like, he catches sight of Casca sitting there, and, um, all he, yeah, kind of brooding, she's glaring at him, he's looking stoic, as always, and he remembers her, like, crying and being like, it's all your fault, but, um, she looks away from him, and he's just kind of like, I feel bad, but I don't know why, (laughs) but, um, Judo comes up and is like, hey man, like, (laughs) She didn't mean it. She was just... It was a really hard moment for all of us. We know it's not your fault. Just don't sweat it. Um, Yeah. And he's like, all right, I guess. But uh, he's like, so why are you all here? And they're like, oh, we're like trying to see Griffith, but there's a really long line in front of us. Um, And... It's, like, all these dignitaries and nobles from the court who are, like, sucking up to Griffith now, basically, because he's... Yeah, because he's got a lot of favor. He just had a huge battle that was obviously kind of dangerous, regardless of what happened. And he made it out of that in one piece. Um, 
so they're all, you know, right. like, a lot of them just see him as a commoner still, but they're like, oh, like, he, you know, he's kind of rising in favor, maybe if we're friends now, like, it's like court politics shit, you know? So, they're not allowed in while those people are there, though, and Guts is just kind of like, that's crazy, and then he, like, goes to go inside, um, and Casca's like, you can't go inside right now, were you not listening to what we said, and he's like, no, I, I was, so what, (laughs) and she's like, what the fuck do you mean, and everyone is, like, starting to, like, kind of look away, because they're like, oh, shit, they're gonna fight again, um, and she starts laying into him, and she's like, what do you mean, I said you need to wait, you need to do this, and he's just kind of like, I'm just dropping in to see my man, like, our guy, our friend, I don't give a shit, um, but there's also two guards there, and they're just kind of like, you, you're not going in, and I get this really good panel of Guts just looking like, <laughs> I don't even know, like, he's, like, annoyed, I guess, because they, like, cross their spears in front of him, and he's just kind of like, don't, don't right. touch me, but um, he winds up knocking both of them off the steps, and they're, like, clattering into the ground, and everyone's just kind of like, oh, God, he's doing it again. He's doing the <laughs> I don't care about anyone thing. And, yeah, even even Judo's just kind of yeah, like that, yeah, man. doing the thing. But Guts is, like, about to go in, and he's like, you want to come in, Rickard? And even Rickard's like, mm, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to mess with that. Yeah, he said, nah. Um, but right before Guts can, like, fully go in, someone grabs his shoulder and he's, like, ready to, like, whip around and, like, talk some more shit. But Casca decks him full on in the face and knocks him on his ass. Which, hell yeah, Casca. Hell you yeah. fucking deserve that shit. <laughs> you sh- I, I know you're getting some of your other aggression out on him, but by all means. And everyone's just kind of like, ooh, okay, all right. Even Pippin, like, his expression moves, right. which it never, <laughs> never does. He always looks the same. And he's just kind of like, oh. But um, before Guts can, like, really retaliate, he sees Casca is crying again. And she's like, why are you like this? Why does he bother with you? I don't fucking understand. And, like, I, the thing is, like, I get <sighs> what she's saying. We'll talk about that more later. It's hard because, like, you get why she feels that way, but it also feels like... Right, right. Slightly biased, too. So, in this case, though, he did 100% deserve it. But Guts is kind of, like, complaining in his head, and he's like, I should be crying. I got fucking decked. Like, <laughs> I don't get why she's crying. <laughs> right? He's like, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck's going on? And he's just like, whatever, I'll come back later. You know, like, he's like a five-year-old, because he doesn't know how to interact with people. Um but he leaves, and mm. after he leaves, Rickard is like, well, I kind of get how he feels, though. Because it feels like Griff is kind of drifting away from us more and more. And it's kind of a fair point, because, like, as Griffith is rising in, like, you know, status, he doesn't have as much time to spend with his people anymore. And it's also less appropriate for him to do that. So it makes sense that it's kind of yeah. coming to a head as he's, like, in, like, the actual court currying favor with like higher nobles and stuff like that so 
Um, there is a time skip here. Exactly. Um, it does not tell us how long it is until later, but I'm going to go ahead and say it here. It's the next day. Um, and Guts is on a staircase for some reason. There's like, yeah. it's like one of those wide stone staircases where there's like a little like viewing deck in between. I'm trying to describe this. Like you can look over the gardens from it and it's a wider space. It's not like he's doing this on a narrow stair specifically, but he's, he's practicing and it's, it seems like his foot is doing better because he heals at an unnatural rate, but he Go is, ass motherfucker. I know, but he is really going like he's, <laughs> there's just like these panels of him, like, wildly slicing his sword down and there's like these leaves like blowing up because he's slicing so hard and like he's creating like uh what would you call it like <laughs> like the airflow of it is just like knocking leaves everywhere um but as he's practicing he's thinking about like all the times Casca has been getting on to him you know where she's just like why you like this you don't think about anyone but yourself it's all your fault and it's obvious this shit is still bothering him a lot, whether he wants to admit it or not. Um, but before he can get too absorbed in his thoughts, uh, Griffith appears. And this time he's on a crutch and he's favoring a foot. But Guts, you know, his mood kind of lifts immediately and he stops being so broody. Um, Griffith is like flirting with him again he's like oh you you're wounded so much worse than me but you're already like fighting again that's amazing um but kind of like doing the thing he does where he like soothes things with compliments first before he like gets into other stuff but he's like i heard you came to see me but i'm sorry about like all those officials and everything but it's just kind of part of it and I want to gain status, so it's going to be a thing. Um, and it's quiet between them for a bit, and then Guts is like... Oh, no, it's not Guts. I always think it's Guts bringing it up because it shows him in the panel before, but it's not. It's Griffith. Um, Griffith brings up the fight with Zod, and he's like, who, who would have thought that a monster that fantastic could exist? I felt like I was having a nightmare, um, which... I, I would also feel that way if I saw Zod. Um, but he, you know, he starts kind of rambling, doing his Griffith thing where he talks about things very grandly. And um, he, sa he says, like, well, it could also be proof that there's something, like, beyond our understanding. And maybe there's gods or something. And Guts is kind of like, well, don't you mean, like, devils? And Griffith's like, uh, same thing. Probably. <laughs> They're probably just the same. Uh, but before they can get too into that, he's like, how did I even get out of there? And Guts is like, oh, he like flew off when he saw that weird thing that you wear all the time. And as he's looking at it, Griffith's, or not Griffith, Guts is thinking about like, oh, like he knew what it was. And he's thinking about like the warning. But Griffith doesn't know about any of that. And he's just like, oh, I guess it protects against evil spirits, too. That's cool. Um, but there's so many, like, mood switches in this conversation where they go back and forth. But um, Guts is... He switches topics again, and he's like, well, that's that's another one I owe you. And he's like, why, why do you keep saving me, basically? Like, you said three years ago that you couldn't lose me, 
but for you to, like, repeatedly put your life on the line for one person, that's pretty hot-headed of you. And Griffith, he doesn't want to answer. Like, I feel like Griffith is usually smiling in some fashion, but there's sometimes with Guts where it kind of slips a little bit, and this is one of those times. And he kind of, like, teases him and is like, ah, you're, you're picking on a conversation from three years ago. But he says, there's, there's no reason at all. And he says, and I really like this line, so I'm going to say <laughs> the whole thing. But he's like, do I need one? A reason? And he says, do I need a reason each time I put myself in harm's way for your sake? And it's just like a very honest line. And like, however you want to read I read it romantically, but however you want to read it, I feel like it's just a very That's sincere That's funny. I, I read it completely differently, but yeah. Really? I'm curious. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't trust Griffith at all. <laughs> it just seems like some shit somebody says to be like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. I don't want to explain myself. Like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. Well, and only because I, I know something that happens, like, a couple chapters in, in a couple uh, chapters. Oh, okay. Well, we're getting so, two different things because Cheval knows things that I don't. <laughs> so I'll get to it later and probably be like, I was a dumbass. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the next arc that we... It's the very next arc that we talk about, so it shouldn't be too far ahead. But yeah. Um, and it's not even really because of that. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where he gets away with his aloofness. Like he, he kind of just gets away with like not explaining himself at all for everything he does. And this is just oh, another yeah. example when people are like, he's just so mm-hmm. mysterious, but he, you know, he loves us so much. He cares about us and he wants to accomplish his goal. And it's like, but he's not, when does he tell you why he, you know, <laughs> it's just a lot going into it. Right. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I do like the way you, I want to get back to that. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that more. Slash. Right, right. So, um, we started, we were going back to um, Master of the Sword, Chapter 2. Um, overall, this is Chapter 23. Um, there's no really good counting measure for this. So, overall, Chapter 23. Um, right, so we start once again with the same line that Cal ended with. Tell me, do I need a reason each time I put myself in harm's way for your sake? Um, and then we get this, you know, loving look that they have between each other, which it's, it's really funny because it's kind of like guts, like being like, huh, like you care about me. And then, you know, Griffith kind of like giving that blank stare gives to everybody the, um, the, I'm still mysterious there. And, you know, he's kind of like reeling from this, um, guts. He's like, uh, this is, um, very, I, I just, and then as he's saying that, you know, before it couldn't get too gay, um, the King shows up with um a couple of people in tow uh he calls griffith the white hawk and he's like oh hey how you guys doing i have all your injuries healed and you know of course because it's royalty griffith immediately bows and you know guts he just throws a sword that he was practicing with over his shoulder and he's like uh why do i care about this and you know so then we get a view of this guy um we we saw him earlier uh he's I would call him a washed-looking version of um, Griffith. He even has, like, a similar hairstyle to him. Uh, so imagine imagine Griffith's hair on, <laughs> on like, a more, like, kind of stockier, older man um, who looks like he's very salty about something all the time. And that's what you get 
when you talk about Count Julius, who is with um, the king, who I don't remember the king's name. I, I wrote in my notes his name is King Fuckface. <laughs> so he is a king, though, and he's the guy that everybody is answering to. So, you know, uh, Gus doesn't bow, and then Count Julius is very upset, even though Griffith is trying to be like, hey, Guts, you should probably bow. Um, and he's like, hey, you there, you are before the king, how dare you? And like, you know, like, you know, basically acts all pompous and shit. Um, and even then, you know, the king is like, hey guys, it's fine, you can stand up, it's, it's really okay. But, um, as they're having this conversation, you know, the king kind of rubs his chin. He's like, well, uh, you guys are agitating a lot of the places because you're winning so many battles. But um, anyway, let me introduce you to my younger brother, Count Julius. He's in no way jealous of you guys. Um, he, wants, he runs the White Dragons. Um, definitely not um, the Band of the Hawk. It's called the White Dragons. And there are no similarities here. And he's second in line to the throne. Um, and, you know, Griffith introduces himself. Count Julius kind of, you know, kind of looks at him like in disdain is like, whatever. Um, and he kind of commend, you know, the king kind of commends uh, Griffith once again. Wow, you've been you've been killing shit out there, bro. Like, <laughs> I see I see you out there, man. Uh, when I see the daring valor with which you fight. Which you, yeah, y'all fucking shit up. Uh, when I see the daring valor with which you all fight, it makes even this old man's blood seem to boil. He's like, make me want to murder. Totally normal um, response to <laughs> normal this. Normal king talk. Yeah, yeah, but um, he also lets him know that, you know, you can win battles all day, but uh, I hope that you're able to do more around here um, rather than, you know, the great service that you already provide. You know, talking to shit up, I mean, like, you have much to do, but, um, you know, we see what you're out here doing. And as this is all going on, um, we see a young woman peer from around the corner with a crown on her head. Obviously, she is the princess, um, Charlotte. So... Um, the king's daughter, Charlotte, comes outside. Um, the king kind of calls her out, and he's like, um, well, he, actually, Griffith notices her from afar. He kind of sees her peeking from behind the column. And, you know, the king notices this, and he's like, oh, hey, yeah, that's my daughter, um, Charlotte. She's pretty shy. Um, she claims to dislike stern soldiers, and seldom does she ever venture outside the palace, right? So she's kind of looking towards them and, you know, being really timid. I was kind of laughing at her in my notes. She's like being like, oh my God, he's too hot. I'm just going to hide over here and look from afar, right? Like basically Griffith standing <laughs> yeah. with this big stocky like motherfucker. Yeah, right? It's like, yeah. oh, grown man, I don't know what to do. So um, uh, yeah. the, 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 king, the, king, the king being a dad is like, hey, Charlotte, get out of here. Stop being weird. Um, she's like, no. As you can see, she's a dollar. I've spoiled her. Yeah, he, he's basically being a dick. He's like, hey, I see you out there. Just, just come out here real quick, right? So he calls her out. He's like talking to shit, but like, yeah, you know, I love my daughter and you know, she, she's my everything and all that shit. And, but I might've spoiled her and I'm saying all this, you know, she trips and falls before she can, you know, face plant right into the fucking dirt. Um, Griffith catches her. And then we get this cool little panel of, you know, him holding on to her as, you know, she's getting her stability back after he grabs her. And um, it was almost a sweet moment because, you know, she's looking up at Griffith and, you know, she's like, um, your pardon. He's like, please be careful. And all of a sudden, Count Julius bitch slaps Griffith across the face. Um, it's a pretty cool 3D effect that Mir gave it to. Yeah, it looks And, good. you know, calls him a bastard. Yeah, it looks really good. And, you know, slaps him for putting his hands on the princess, right? Griffith sees, I mean, Guts sees this and he's not pleased because he's right next to Griffith when this happens. And 
he immediately tries to boss <laughs> up on Count Julius, but um, Griffith's had, having none of it, and he, even with blood dripping out of his mouth, is like, it's okay, I'm going to turn the other cheek. Um, sorry, sorry for my rudeness, um, uh, General Julius. He makes sure to throw the general in there, because, you know, they were talking about how great Griffith was at war, right? So Griffith's pretty smart, right? So, <laughs> so um... They kind of just skip past all that, and then immediately uh, the king is like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, nothing." And then, <laughs> and then you know, eventually, like, "Okay, let's part ways." And then we see another, you know, longing look between Griffith and Princess Charlotte, you know, implying that something may be happening there, right? And I, I kind of thought that this was funny because we'll talk about it later. Because as he sees this look, you know, Guts is still there, right? So Guts sees them looking at each other, and he sees. Griffith staring at her from afar, right? And he kind of like smirks to himself, right? And I'll talk about this later because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a couple meanings to this. Because at first I was like, oh, you're weird, Guts. But I was like, no, okay, there's a couple different <laughs> ways you could take this. But um, anyway. Yeah, I have I have notes on that. See, yeah. we even have notes about weird smiles, y'all. The best podcast in the world. Um, so. We like to read into things too much. A, a lot, a lot too much. Um. So Count Julius, uh, we see him in the next panel. He's walking through the town in his uh, big poofy uh, sweater, sweater with a cape that he's also wearing under his armor. His armor looks kind of cool. He just looks very uh, gaudy, honestly. I-, I feel like if this picture was colored, it'd be like purple and all this other like bright ass colors and shit. Yeah, like gold armor yeah, looks, plates looks very... and stuff. Yes. I really like his out, like his design. I think it's good. Um, we'll talk more about that yeah. later. But I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I really like him looking like a rusty version of Griffith. Um, so he comes comes from around the corner and he, he he hears these three ladies talking and they're like, "Oh, did you hear? They say that thanks to his merits in his last battle, Lord Griffith could be made out." So you know, these three women in the town square are just talking about like you know how awesome he is and how cute he is, but also he's the best swordsman. So he might be kind of scary, but he's elegant and dignified. And he's so, but he's, he's so much more than those refined aristocrats. And he's, <laughs> he's not so boring with all these other bastards in here, like that dumbass <laughs> Julius. And you know, Julius hears all of this and he immediately is like, Hey, what the fuck are y'all talking about? And you know, they start scattering and going tee and like run away, you know? Because, and you know, after he walks away, they're like, of course, he's the one that, that, that came and stopped this, you know, and he seems very you know, jealous of all the clout that um, our boy Griffith is getting. So, so we go to the next scene and um, he turns to his right and it looks to be one of his, um, I would say, sorry, he, has, he actually has a name. He's not one of this anything. So Minister Foss, we see him um, first come to Julius, right? This is the first time we get introduced to him. He comes up a couple more times later, right? So he's like, hey, uh, stop shouting. You seem kind of mad, bro. And Julius is kind of trying to hide the fact that he's so upset. And um, <laughs> he's like no. like, no, it's all fine. He's not, he's, not, he's, not that, he's not that cool. I really promise. And, you know, Minister Foss comes in and he tells him, hey, Julius, did you hear that they might have him lead the autumn hunt rather than you, even though you know, that's your thing. And, you know, he kind of repeats that back to him. He's like, um, isn't that mine? And he's like, well, yeah, they determined that it was his, you know, the king will determine it. And, you know, rumors going around that they're saying that Griffith is going to take it over with the band of the hawk. And, you know, this gives Julius quite a scare. He's, he's pretty pissed. Um, and 
he, you know, kind of shouts at him and is like, this can't be happening. You know, guarding guarding his majesty should be an honorable duty because they guard them during the hunt, right? And we'll get to see the hunt is cool later, right? So um, he's like, so these robbers, these bastards are taking away my status. And um, he's like, you know, what could the king be thinking? And Mr. Foss is like, are you okay with this? Like, this might erase your whole legacy. This might be kind of bad. Kind of egging him on. Um, he's telling him more rumors, too. And we get these kind of cool shots of him from above and below, like, looking kind of sinister. And, like, telling him, like, you know, you can't really blame the king. I mean, he's really good on the battlefield. And it's an indisputable fact. There might as well be a godsend. And, you know, the rumor may be true. They might be kicking you out of here just to have him take your place. And... Julius, like, kind of goes into this, like, fit of rage. He's, like, you know, throwing a temper tantrum, like, ridiculous, I won't accept this. I've never been, I've never even heard of a common-born general, you know, getting real classist and shitty about it. Um, and, you know, he he's kind of just throwing this big tantrum as he's realizing his legacy may go away thanks to this young buck who's, like, maybe, what, like, 18, 19, uh, coming to kick an ass. And he's like, well, you know, um, Mr. Foss kind of peeks over. He, he he keeps his eyes closed most of the time. So this is kind of funny. When he's being really sinister, he kind of like peeks a little bit. And he sees that, you know, Julius is kind of willing to do whatever. So he tells Julius, well, you know, hunting is kind of, it's kind of dangerous. It's really dangerous. Um, you never know what kind of beasts may be out there who could get into any kind of accidents. There's a lot of forests and thickets. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Julius is like, what? What are you what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, you know, there could maybe be a beast or something and somebody could get hurt or perhaps a stray arrow could strike somebody and a stray arrow well covered in poison. Like he's basically spelling it out for him at this point. Right. He's like, I'm not leading. Like he's, he said, fuck leading the horse to water. He's dragging the horse to the water and shoving its face in the lake. And Julius takes the bait. Right. And he's like, you, you don't think you could never. And then, you know, Mr. Foss is like, I said a stray arrow. I never, I never said, uh, you know, that you had to shoot him in the chest. I never said that. You know, and then Julius, his, he, he's kind of thick in the head. So he finally gets it. He's like, ah, a stray arrow. Ho, 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 I see what you mean. Like, he finally gets it, even though, and like, for context, right? Uh, Foss was kind of trying to, Foss has been explaining this for two pages straight before. Before Julius is finally like, ah, and he he even does like he even does like the uh, the evil villain laugh. He goes like, <laughs> like he does that whole thing, and Foss kind of looks at him and is like, mm-hmm, yeah, um, that's really nice of you to go along with my plan. He does a little peeking thing as we go to the next scene, right? He's like, yeah, that's basically what I said. So once again. Some time skips. This is probably this is probably you know the night of because it was the day before. It's nighttime now, and you know Guts is doing his usual thing. He seems to like to do this a lot. Um, reminds me of a lot of shit we used to all do as kids, like laying on the ground, looking up at the sky, pointing at it. Except he's using, he's using a sword, right? So he's pointing his big ass sword <laughs> in the air. He's laying up some rooftops, and he thinks of once again, which as you can tell, we're going to talk about this quote a lot because um, there's not there's more to talk about. You know, but he thinks once again about the quote. The Griffith said, um, tell me, do I need a reason each time I put myself in harm's way for your sake? As he's looking at the moon and uh, Griffith's face covers the moon, which, you know, symbolism. Mira just smacks you upside the head with it like a fucking frying pan. And um, 
you know, guts kind of homosexual. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder what that what that is. Is Griffith a top um, <laughs> So, you know, he kind of is staring up at this guy. <laughs> he's staring up at the sky, and he's like. Hmm. This reminds me of the time I almost died before I had to fight a bunch of wolves after I fell off a cliff after I killed uh, my rapist and the guy who uh, paid my rapist to rape me. And <laughs> which is like weird, like, like I get it, like trauma response, but it's also like, like, I feel like this is his version of like seeing like, wow, like, look how far I've come. Like, this is like, I know, and this is what he kind of does, right? He's like, well, things are better. And he never he doesn't really say that, right? But he's like, well, I'm in a different place now. I don't know if this is the answer I'm searching for. But for now, I'll wield my sword for his sake. You know, talking about Griffith as the moon is still above him. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like Griffith finding a purpose and declaring his dedication to Griffith again, right? Like like officially declaring it. Because, you know, they had another important moment. You know, they had that big conversation. Like, this is a big moment for the two of them. And we see what the consequences of this moment are, like, very quickly, right? And really, like, recommitting to not the Band of the Hawk, mm-hmm. but to Griffith himself, right? Because he doesn't remember the last time somebody really, mm-hmm. like, came for him. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, Griffith has saved him before. Like, when he was getting chased during that one siege, and Griffith immediately was like, shit, we have to go get Guts. So he, like, hopped on his horse and went and got Guts with Pippin, right? So, like, we've seen this before. And, you know, he kind of sees that, and he's like, well... He protects me, so I'm going to protect him. And that's the end of Volume 5, the beginning of Volume 6, and the end of Chapter 2 of Master of the Sword. Good shit. Okay, I do want to talk about the more serious stuff, but I do want to try to go through these so I don't like forget stuff back at the beginning. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, there was also this thing I wanted to talk about. But, um, let me see. Do, do, do. Um, I really just love... We talked about this a little before we were we recorded, I think, but just like how stupid all the nobles look in this. Yes, how, like, they look so silly. <laughs> look, I think it's very funny and a good visual indicator. <laughs> it's just funny, and like they'll be like talking normally, uh, and then they see a commoner, and they're like, "Ah, I I use look my at him. He doesn't use soap now." Like, yeah, and I'm like, "Okay, all right, bro." Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I really like the commoners, not the commoner stuff, but the nobleman stuff, right? Because we kind of got a hint that we were going to get introduced to more of this stuff after, you know, Griffith got his status. But um, I I like that we're learning that there are families and, like, this is what the rankings are. So, like, you know, it's introducing us to a plot line, but not, like, doing that thing where it's like, here's three hundred fucking chapters about the backstory of whatever family this is. It's just... They're a mercenary group. They're, you know, working with this royal family. They're here. And this is what's going on, right? And I kind of like how it's like a quick, it's like a quick, like, overview, but it's not, like, too, like, bulky. Because we we know Julius, we know uh, Minister Foss, and we know the king and the, and the princess. There's not, like, ten other characters behind that. So we also know we're not going to be here for too long. Right, right. Um, I cannot, sorry, who just reminded me of this. If I already <laughs> talked about this in another episode, um, cut me off. But um, it's all, on the other side, it's not doing the other thing where I read this YA book recently. And I was really yeah. fucking disappointed with it overall. Like, I felt like it was 
good, but not good enough, you know? Um, but at the beginning, um, it's like a first person perspective kind of. And so it's just like one girl talking about everything. And the premise is kind of like, she lives with like Mm -hmm. seven other girls and they're all witches. And there's this guy who has taken them in because he's like, Oh, nobody likes witches. So I'm taking care of you guys, which she's definitely not evil. I don't want to hear. Um, but Oh God. Um, it's, weirder than that um not like in a sexual way it's just weird uh but yeah (laughs) but when she's like when the author is like introducing each of the sisters she's like this is so and so she's this old she's african-american she does this and like kind of a backstory bit and it does that eight times oh that's so annoying and i wanted to fucking die and it, with one of them it's like she's she's uh mexican american and she's deaf and i was like okay <laughs> you can show me that you don't yeah. tell me so that. you just don't want to write anymore yeah like, I, I don't it was and that's oh, like that's a annoying. lot of people's biggest complaint about it is that it sounded like she was trying to like shoehorn in all her diversity right at the beginning so that she got had it out of the way or whatever um but it was probably yeah, it probably given the rest of the book, but it was it was something. But like this is also like not that. Like it's giving you like a good view of part of the family and introducing a few characters while like, you know, showing that Charlotte is shy even though the king says it and like yeah. showing that Julius is a fucking asshole and not just like going into it beat by beat, which I appreciate. Yeah, we didn't need like yeah. and I like that there are even subtle things that show that these people are always like this. Like the king is so matter of fact, right? I feel like he's like the litmus test for those characters when they get introduced. Like he's he he doesn't even he doesn't even like budge whenever Julius That's is being a good dick. Point. Like he, Julius bitch slaps Griffith and he's like, yeah, hey, anyway, Charlotte, we're gonna go this way. All right, we'll catch y'all. Later. Like he doesn't even like budge <laughs> and. And I feel like that's really telling of who Julius is. And, and it does show that, like, in my opinion, it does show that everybody is getting kind of tired of him and they like kind of picking at him because he is so volatile. And, you know, Julius is an interesting character. At first, I hated mm-hmm. his guts a lot, but then I found some of the stuff he was doing and how he went about stuff. Honestly, like, Looney Tunes-ish. And we'll talk about this next chapter to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> I've, like been remembering like bits from the anime like as i've been going through these sections and i'm like oh yeah he does that oh is he in the anime (laughs) yeah he is yeah oh shit Um, and like (laughs) i think i think also having watched the anime before kind of colors how i've read a couple of these scenes um differently from you uh but we'll Mm. get into that later as well but yeah he's he's in the anime it's uh clown behavior as per usual but um big 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 clown hours Um, but um i i I also like how they show that you know everybody's kind of kissing up to griffith now and it's kind of putting space between him and the hawk um because like nobody we haven't really seen him like conversing with anybody since you know the beginning of the Zod chapter, you know, when everybody was talking about, oh my God, have you heard about Nosferatu mm-hmm. Zod? Like, you know, that was the last time they really got to talk to him and they still haven't really talked to him because, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, you almost died, even though we don't believe you, why you died. Yeah, um, I'm like, you're here's liar, some flowers. But... Um, we really care about yeah. you. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's. It's, it's definitely, I feel like he does a good job showing like court politics stuff, which is something 
I enjoy immensely. Um, that's it's why I read a lot of fantasy that I do. I'm like, oh, it has politics, mm. <laughs> um, which is very funny because that's like the exact thing that my fiance <laughs> hates in books. She's like, oh, there's politics. No, thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, like it, the second it gets like weird, that's convoluted. It's why she doesn't watch like period dramas and stuff that much either because it's all that like very like nuanced like tiptoeing around things which i think is great but yeah yeah it's great (laughs) but um like that's my shit yeah Yeah. i i I feel like yeah yeah, there's definitely like attention with the hawks right now as well like just outside of like griffith and no not griffith guts and casca um because they're always kind of at odds you know but like i feel like people are kind of you know, tired of some of the stuff Guts is doing, too. And that people are, like, feeling like, you know, Griffith isn't really a part of their group as much anymore. And just, like, all these little things. And you can kind of see that even in these, like, interactions, you know, where they're, like, trying to get along and they still have, like, that camaraderie. Yeah. But it's still, there's still something a little tense yeah. there. Um, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Still, still, like, it's still a little weird. Yeah, yeah. And... The whole thing between Casca and, and Griffith this chapter, I like that they like just have beef. Like it's not like a oh cutesy like haha. She just kind of like doesn't like him. Like Casca does not like guts at this point, right? Like she does not like him. Like it, yeah. if there's a thing in her life that she like, if somebody was like, "What do you hate the most?" It's guts. So you know, seeing that kind of build up in here is like a good thing to see yeah. because guts is also like incredibly pissed at Casca. Like. Mm-hmm. We've seen, you know, he put his hands on her at at the beginning of this time reset thing. Whenever like she was like getting mad at him, he like grabbed her and was like, "I swear to fucking god." Um, she's hit him multiple times. Like, don't say that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah don't you call me a mad dog. Um, so you know, it, it's I like that it's not like something that's just let go, and they want the reader to know that like you know this is where you should be focusing on. But in the background, here's all this fun politics shit with mm-hmm. you know knights and lords and all yeah. that garbage yeah i um oh my god i had a thought and it flew um, away oh yeah um <laughs> it kind of makes me laugh because like a very popular like fanfic trope that is also like i guess a book trope now that people like to default to because everyone's reading romance right now uh is like enemies to lovers stuff and i feel like that is very like <laughs> quintessentially casca and guts but that's not what most people yeah. want, I guess, because they do want like the tiki. Oh, I hate him so much, and it's like, I no, she that. like fucking hates him. Um, yeah. but because I hate that trope, yeah. you know, I really don't like the like if and especially if, if it doesn't come from anywhere, right? Because that that is like a real life. Like I hate it because th- those are real relationships that happen sometimes, right? You can go from hating somebody's fucking guts to oh, I know them now, so we talk and we have a good time, right? And I don't want it to just be like, because that's not what their relationship is, right? It's not like, oh, she's secretly mm-hmm. horny for him, so she kind of hates him. Nah, she don't. She don't like him. <laughs> like, it's not that at all. She loves Griffith, and she wants to protect him, and he is getting in the yeah. way of that by putting him in harm's way. Yeah, yeah. She has like, I guess like documented reasons not yes. to like guts. On top of the fact that she's like yeah. jealous that he has that bond with Griffith, and kind of took that away from her in a way. And so, like, it's, there's definite, like, building and layers to it. It's not, like, 
oh, he bumped into me in the hallway and he didn't say sorry, so I hate him. You know, like, it's, like, a genuine reason, which is why I'm, Mm -hmm. like, more lenient on it. I also really don't like that trope most of the time. If it is, there has to be, like, a good build to it and you have to have a good payoff to it. And... There's 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 anime that we really like that have that trope yeah. that they do it well. Yeah. Like like there are some like cutesy things that do yeah. it pretty it well. It just it just really depends on the context and what you're doing with it. And I mean, this is uh, like it's not like uh, I'm trying to figure out what to say. Like it's not like working outside of the stereotype or anything. You know, like it's very much playing into it. But I feel like it just builds well. Like it's not like right. dissembling it or anything, which I do also enjoy. But it's like it's just very like no, they don't like each other, and she says shit to him that pisses him off, and he's very unkind to her, and like they right. just do not have a good relationship at this point because they haven't right. bothered. Yeah, to foster even one, though it's been you know? X amount of months and or so, years since they've come in contact with exactly. each other, like they still haven't, you know, had. And I feel like that's what makes it real is that it, it's it. This isn't like the first five minutes in the meeting each other, right? Like they've had things happen in between time skips that we probably don't know about that, you know, guts ran off or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody got yeah, yeah. a lot of and stuff. Like, I don't know. I like that a lot. I like that. There's, I like when there's history, I guess. Like, I think that's what we're both trying to like convey there. Um, but I, I feel yes. like it builds really well. And yeah. I feel like the way, <laughs> I feel like the way the band kind of deals with it is also very realistic where it's just kind of like, we're not going to, that anyways <laughs> let's go drink um but yeah you yeah. know it's just like it's like anyways um, yeah. <laughs> and i've been in friend group like our college friend group there was a dude i fucking hated we did not mm-hmm. have an enemies to lovers no, or no, anything no, no, like no, that was, but um mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> there was pure animosity from my side um <laughs> reasonably <laughs> yeah uh he was a piece of shit but um it's I, I just remember how some people would in our group would deal with that. And it was very similarly to this, where they would kind of watch and be like, ooh, hey, let's go play video games. Let's go. Let's go do this. Let's not, let's let's, not deal with him. Yeah, this. yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I feel like that's so relatable, especially with, like, age groups around that time. It's like, oh, they're having this issue between them. Let's just not deal with that. And I feel like, that's like the subtext with everybody else in the band of the hawk because they see like the thing happening between uh, Griffith, Casca, and Guts, and they're like, "Oh boy, here these <laughs> fucking three go again." Like, <laughs> they're like, "Okay, the main characters, literally, yeah." Oh, oh my god, they're doing it again. <laughs> yeah. God. Um. But yeah, I really like the dynamics here. Also, just. A side note, as always, I love Pippin. He looks very handsome here. Yes, Pippin's great. <laughs> but, Pippin. Um, yeah, I'm like, yay, Pippin. Anytime you get to see Pippin, that's a good day. Yes. But, um, yeah, I also feel like Mira's getting, like, even better at drawing expressions and stuff and, like, varying them a lot more. Because there were a lot of, like, facial <laughs> expressions in this that I really liked a lot. And I was like, oh, I, like, want to, like screen cap all I these, love their, hilarious their uh, I love face but, after Guts gets yeah. punched by Casca. Well also Guts's face when he when he's he lost he definitely lost consciousness for like a few seconds at least. Cause his face he's like, like <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a panel um where 
Guts almost gets, like, stabbed in the throat, and Casca's, like, yelling at him to, like, get down or whatever, and Judo's standing in the background, and he looks like a fucking, uh, me, <laughs> <laughs> like, the mouth that he has there. Um, <laughs> and it just fucking kills me. Um, there's just a lot of good faces in it, and I, I, I like seeing him grow. Like, I feel like we haven't talked about that as much. We still have talked about it a good bit, especially with, like, the time skip and, like, the yeah. second restart of the series, because it definitely changed. But, like, I feel like even, like, beyond his, like, attention to detail and stuff, it, he's just getting better yeah. at drawing, period. And There's a lot more work put into the backgrounds of, like, smaller mm-hmm. panels, which is really nice to see. Um, and just panels where... He has a lot more panels where it's just somebody, like, one character, and he kind of hones in on that one character. And maybe it's just because of what's happening in this chapter. Um, and because, I mean, there's a lot of panels where it's just Guts or it's just Casca, or when there are other people there, mm-hmm. he does put some effort into, like, putting some deals in it, which is cool. So, yeah, no, shout out, shout out to Mira. There's, there's a lot of good symbolism, too. Like, um, after, you know, Rickert mentions that you know uh griffith is drifting away from them we get a little a little like peephole kind of view of them seeing all the people tending to him in his bed or like basically like schmoozing up to him and it does seem like they're like very far away right even though they're right outside the door or you know the very on the nose let's put griffith's face on the moon which i kind of wish he literally put his face on the moon that would be really funny but um yeah (laughs) yeah like there's a lot of like good stuff in this whole chapter like even the bitch slap that comes out of the mm-hmm. panel really well done bitch slap it's, good. it's a good one good little clap across the face yeah. right oh god i really do love the panels where guts is just like swinging his sword on the yeah. stairs and he's just like so fucking angry why am i thinking about her and i'm just like okay um, and then how that like immediately like, goes away when he sees Griffith, he's like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> but, uh, right, uh, right. And well, now and now that we're talking about that part, I feel like the thing about like why Griffith doesn't like Casca, and I feel like this is <laughs> this is a lot of thing that people deal with, especially when they you know grew up in like an abusive households and stuff. Is like you know he's remembering that Casca is basically saying everything is your fault. You always are like this. You ruin things just by being yourself, right? Which is all he heard growing up. Yeah. And even though Casca, we know, like, we've seen what's been happening. Right? Casca has a point. She's not just, like, being, like, nasty to him, right? She's she's mm-hmm. expressing, like, concern for her friends and f- not really for him, honestly, which is the funniest part. And it kind of pisses him off. It starts, mm-hmm. he starts relating. Whether, and, you know, the cool thing is that Mira didn't, like, put Gambino in here to be like, ha-ha, or something like that, right? Like, you can kind of relate it to his past yeah it sucked yeah it would have sucked if he did something like that right and that's the thing is he's always had people telling him he's the worst so i feel like he's mad at Casca for that and he can't see through that and that's kind of where a lot of their conflict is is like and i feel like part of it is him also being like well she doesn't know what i've been through she doesn't she hasn't been what i've been through and he's not thinking he has no idea what she's been through (laughs) like he has no idea what what Casca's backstory is or why she may be so connected to Griffith. Right. And that's really on display here because mm-hmm. what is Griffith, what is Guts doing? He's isolating himself again and just being in his head while swinging his sword. So he can feel sorry for himself about how Casca said mean thing to me, which 
God damn it, how many of us have done that when we were 19? All of us. <laughs> so, oh, all of us. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I just kind of like this. because it it Yeah, exactly. Everybody's just been a, done a I feel sorry for myself moment, right? But it's just funny to see, like, this really isn't thinking about how Casca feels about it. It's mm-hmm. really just about, which is, uh, this part is understandable. Like, for him, it's about his trauma, about, like, why am I the problem? What's her problem with me? All I'm trying to do is do my best. And when I'm just myself, she always has a problem with it. And it's like, ah, oh, you're so close. You're so right. close, Guts. You're so, so close. <laughs> so, so close, close, man. I believe in you. Um, <laughs> bouncing off of that kind of, I think that like, I don't know. It's very relatable for like, like you said, like people who have had kind of strained or abusive relationships with um like especially their parents and stuff or like you know someone who was close Mm. to them and like anytime someone gives you any kind of critique you're just like oh they hate me and you shut down you know and I think that like like you said we haven't seen a lot of the buildup between the two of them so it could have very well started off with Casca just being like hey man don't do that, you know? And then Guts took it personally and he kept doing it. And so it's escalated to the point where she's just like yelling at him all the time and being like, this is all your fault. You keep doing this. I don't understand. But like, she doesn't, and she doesn't understand why he won't stop doing it. And to him, it's just getting worse and worse and worse, you know? So it's just like also relatable in that way. (laughs) But, um, yeah, just like the, right. oh, I did fuck up. Right, exactly. I'm going to think about this for like hours, but I'm never going to tell that person that they were right because absolutely not. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And, and, and like I said, it's 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 flawed like interaction, but it's all like whose interactions aren't flawed as fuck. Like none of us are perfect, right? Oh, yeah, no. And so... So I did want to. I do want to talk about the quote, yes. the 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 big quote that kind of you know encapsulates both of these chapters. Um, do I need a reason? Uh, yeah. Do I need a reason each time I put myself okay. in harm's way for your sake? And you know, as as we've been talking, I've been kind of thinking of it, and I do I do like the quote. <laughs> I like the quote because it is like really honest, and it is like yeah. I don't need to tell you why I care yeah. about you because I care about you, right? It's kind of the subtext. It's like like. I do this for you because you're you and that it does contrast directly with what guts thinks Casca thinks about him. Right. Which is that she just, he, she just thinks I'm bad, but Griffith, he knows the real me. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is just so funny because I feel like the thing that Griffith has gotten away with quote unquote with guts is that he kind of does just Mm -hmm. let him do whatever he wants Mm -hmm. to do. And he hasn't like reeled him in at all. Right. Like, he does see him yell or, like, go off on his own. He's never like, don't do that. He's always just like, like, hey, what's up? Glad you're back. And then, you know, just moves on. And, yeah. And I feel like that combined with the quote, like, he is, like, like, that is reflective of his actions so far, right? Mm -hmm. But just part of it, like, how he's not looking at him when he says it. He's kind of aloof when he says it. And it is kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't have to explain anything to you. It just puts me off a little bit, right? Like, I remember even reading this the first time. I was like, mm, like that's really cute, but also that didn't right. really answer mm-hmm. his question cuz like cuz Griffith is I mean Guts is looking for worth, right? Like he's he's looking for like what his purpose is. He's depressed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Griffith just said like the sweetest thing in the world to him, but I don't know. It just seems also kind of empty, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And like I've I've been thinking about it too because like while I said it is romantic, I do have feelings about it because like we've talked before yes. about how like um he like Griffith is not good at showing himself to people and like he obviously like works a little differently. Like I'm not saying like oh it's the mental illness or whatever, but I do think like you know he views things differently obviously. Like he has huge ambitions. He has, like, these personal close relationships, but he also, like, like, they're his friends, but he also views them in a particular light of, like, how to get what he wants, you know? And so, like, Mm -hmm. even though he's saying something very honest here, you can't help but, like, kind of wonder why he's saying it, you know? There's, like, that underlying sense of, like, oh, yeah, that is, like, And it catches you off guard, too, you know, because you're not expecting an answer like that, especially when you ask such, like, a straightforward question. You're like, why are you saving me? And he's kind of like, do I need a reason? And you're kind of like, I guess not. I don't know. (laughs) Um, And that, you know, it catches you off guard. I asked you for one. Right, exactly. Exactly. And, like, it catches you off guard. So while it is still, like, Griffith kind of showing in his way, like, I'm trying to be vulnerable with you. It's also undercut by his inability to not view people as pieces in a plan. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. And, and I feel now that you say it like that, I feel like that does make more sense. Right. Like he didn't, cause it would have been easier for him to just like, it would have been more cold or whatever. And kind of disappointing if he did say something like, cause you're my soldier or something like that. Right. It's like, okay. Like, <laughs> And so, yeah, that does make more sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And if I wanted to be, like, really uncharitable about it, um, I could be like, oh, well, he's saying that because he knows if he seems, like, vulnerable to Guts, that's going to keep Guts close to him, you know? So I think there is, like, an aspect of, like, manipulation to it, like you were saying. And, like, we've talked about that before with a lot of Griffith's stuff, because I think he goes from having like these plans and then it contrasts so hard with him being like oh but I like my friends you know and like I want to like be around them and have like you know I I want to succeed with them you know but it also contrasts with like I want to rule the world you know because you can't have both but so I feel like uh obviously we'll get to stuff later um because we know from the prologue what happens but like i feel like griffith is in this constant state of like straddling two lines where like he has his friends and then he has these ambitions and he cannot choose between them until he literally can't you know yeah and and i feel like that's that's like the subtext right is and that's the thing we haven't got a lot of like alone time with griffith as far as like being in his head or like following him alone right which we do eventually get some of that um like some right but like that's the that's the undercut because that's the thing we we've read about the future we literally saw griffith show back up guts call him griffith so it wasn't like a spoiler right like he he said that's that motherfucker and they were very upset at each other. So it's yeah. like, no, Griffith does something. And it's like, okay, so what does mm-hmm. he do? And right. why does he feel like that? So that's why quotes like this are confusing. If you've read the Black Swordsman arc, is you're like, okay, he cares about Guts, but why didn't he mm-hmm. even look at him when he saw him, you know, 
the last time we we like saw them interact. Right. So you know, yeah. once again, some more color that the Black Swordsman yes, art like kind of adds to this, in my opinion. But but yeah, it it it's a really good quote, and I kind of like I really like how the second chapter begins and ends with it. Um, after the previous chapter ends with it, a really good way to like end. <laughs> it's really well done. Yeah, really really good way to like explore all those like thoughts and everything, right? Because. It, it begins with it, and then we get back to it, which is what I like. Because I, I thought the chapter was just going to end after Old Boy was like, I'm going to poison Griffith. Um, but, you know, they, they, they remind us that, hey, there's a main character for this manga, and he did have something very important happen to him, right? He had something that he quote-unquote botched with, which, as the reader, I don't think he really botched <laughs> anything. I feel like something happened, and then, mm-hmm. you know, Griffith jumped in to save him. And, you know, he had some mistakes happen. He had to reason with him. He didn't do the right thing exactly, but he had something important happen between him and Griffith as far as, you know, Griffith being like, I just want to protect you. And I don't really want to explain further, but I, I, I like yeah. you a lot. And, and do I, do I not believe Griffith? Do I think that Griffith has no feelings for guts? No, I don't. Th- I feel like that would be like inhuman. And clearly he is some form of human. Cause he almost right. died for guts several times. Right. Slap. Slap. Technical um, difficulties, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so weird, weird pause there because uh, Discord is unstable. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I kind of, I kind of like that they looped. Uh, anyway, I like that they looped this back around to how yes. guts feels about everything, right? And we do get another moment from his childhood where he did kind of have that. It was after he had been run off by people who got mad at him for you know, acting in his instincts, which was killing a fucker, killing yeah. his father figure who was trying to kill him. Um, and yeah, kind of seeing it come full circle and it, it feels different now for him, right? He's like, oh, I have a purpose now. I don't just have some shitty dad figure and a bunch of dumb assholes around me who only partially defend me, so. Right. I think it's also, uh, the scene kind of also reminds me of, because um, we talked about, you mentioned briefly how you like thought it was going to end with Julius being like, aha, an arrow, you know, but um, it, it kind of reminds me of that uh, scene after the party, or after, no, it's after the water fight, where Guts is like by the moat, and he's like thinking about things, Yes, and it's kind of that ending as well, where he's like contemplating and has to decide something for himself, you know? And it kind of makes me think of that, right, too. Right, and and this, and I like that, too, because it's not, that's not something you see a protagonist do a ton in a lot of things, right? Like, sometimes it's a trope or whatever, but, like, yeah. it's been, he's been with them for a while, and he's still, like, okay, do I leave tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like, am I supposed to stay with them for super long? And then this is, like, another, yet another commitment, right? Because we thought he was committed already, because he was, you know, sad about seeing his men get slaughtered by Zod. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he really mm-hmm. was like looking out for his guys. Like, I, I still believe him about that. So, you know, this is just another progression and like, Oh, Guts is learning how to feel <laughs> like good for him. He's, he's learning. I know. It's like, Oh, he did it. Um, but Aww. yeah, he's, he's getting there. I, I really like that ending scene a lot and how it like mirrors this ending scene almost like you were yeah. saying it was just a really nice because this is just like a two-part not it's not even an arc it's just two parts of a like chapter i guess but right it's uh i just really liked it a lot and i think that like yeah i think with griffith there's just i don't think he can 
help his nature in some ways, you know? Like, he obviously could choose not to do that, you know? Yeah. He could do that. But, like, I'm not saying he's inherently evil, because I'm not... I don't believe in that kind of shit. Um, but I do think that, like, as a person yeah. that he is, he can't help but even calculate his personal interactions. So. Right. Right. And, and that's the thing, is, like... That's the thing. He's, he does he does seem meditated, but that's that's another thing too. Is he's not like totally robotic. Like, yeah, there is something in there, and because there are there are characters you see in where it is like no, they're just they're just shit eating evil person, and I, I don't feel like that's Griffith entirely. No. I, I really yeah. don't feel like he's like just muahahahaha. Because you know the guys in this the guys in this comic that are like that are very like that. They like write up. Uh, with children impaled on their spikes while they're like drinking their blood and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, when someone's evil in this comic, you you know they're evil. But yeah, I did want to say, um, in the anime, this scene, and this is why it may have colored how I like was describing it originally because I did remember this scene. And I was like, oh my fucking god, it's literally like a shoujo confession scene because oh there's like God. the leaves blowing and like the shots they do. And there's like a little bit of eye sparkle and it's just like everything about oh it God. reads like a shoujo. And <laughs> I can't help but think about that every single time. And I really oh do my. feel like that colors how I view it. But I also think that like, given what we know about Griffith, I'm going to stand by my point. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, but that's, but that's a good point too. Cause I'm like looking back on this, it is like kind of romantic, right? Which, once again, maybe I'm just not in the right circles, or maybe I mean because I also haven't participated in a lot of Berserk fandom. But why did nobody tell me how gay this shit was? Like, it's so gay, Dude, this and, shit's so gay. and it, it, like it's so gay, and which is cool, right? Like, and, and I get it. Like, it's not like some parts aren't blatantly gay as gay as they could be, right? But it, it's cool that mm-hmm. it's not like he's not shying away from these relationships. And just going full, you know, shonen anime, shonen manga, you know, let's just fucking wreck shit and have no sort of like, right. you know, real development <laughs> in between. Because I like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But, but you know, this doesn't want to be that. And I respect that, right? Like, it, it, it still wants to, like, combine these genres, you know, have the, like, relationship aspect of it take off, but, not, you know, go full uh, yaoi with it or anything uh, Yeah, like no, that. not quite but, that. Yeah. Yeah, I've read a lot of, like, I've read a lot of BL, and I've read a lot of, yeah, yeah, I've yaoi. read a lot of Yaoi. I'm not saying Yaoi, because it's not all smut, alone. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, and I've read, like, a decent amount of shown I because I used to read anything I could get my hands on, anything that was translated that I could get my hands on that helped my attention. Right. But um, some parts of this, like, read more, like, a Jose or like in more adult comic, I guess, just like in the conversations that are had, like this one, even though it is like kind of almost a shoujo-y thing, like I do think feel like it's a more serious conversation. And I do I'm not saying you can't have that in Shonen, but right. just like the tone of it, I guess, feels very like mature in some ways. Um but and I feel like that's just like Mira's writing yeah. because I feel like he <laughs> like obviously he can write the most off the wall bizarre stupid ass edgy shit 
that he wants, you know? But, like, I feel like he's also very good at having these very, like, level conversations that still draw you into it and that don't feel out of place. And so, like, I feel like he's good at kind of combining genre in that way. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we talked about it before, this is also kind of a horror manga sometimes, too. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like he just he's just kinda like, I will do yeah. what I please and you're like, Yeah, do it. That's <laughs> this is great. Um, but yeah, I I um yes. we need to watch the anime together at some point. I feel like if we ever take like a little break we should like stream it together or something like that. Yeah. Let and let us know if y'all want us to want us to do that by the way, because we, we will do it, but like I think we should, we're gonna probably stream us watching at least a couple of episodes of anime, if not like big chunks of it or something because i'm interested in it i watched part of the first episode after we finished the black swordsman arc i think and i was like what's going on here but so i am uh very interested to to see what the hell is going on so mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah i think i think maybe a goal would be like once we finish the like actual golden age arc like we are done with the golden age and shit has gone down Mm -hmm. we should watch it because that's when it ends and i want you to like experience some of the things as we read them and not necessarily like just through the anime or whatever because i feel like it is coloring how i view some things Mm -hmm. and i feel like there's more nuance in the actual manga because of course there is because there's more space (laughs) to do it but um but yeah, I, I definitely want to do that at some point. Maybe we could do that as like a celebratory, uh, woo, we did it. We're all traumatized. Kind of yeah, thing. now we know, um, we all know the thing none of uh-oh. us should know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Oh yeah, there was. Um, the shit with Julius in this fucking kills me. Like, just 100%. Yes. And like, I'm remembering like how goofy it gets too. Like, it's obviously a serious thing because he's mm-hmm. an evil man, but like, it's just very funny to me in a lot of ways too. But, um, I really, right. <laughs> I just love the whole scene where he's like, murder, and he's like, it could be an accident. And he's like, Oh, ah! Uh, <laughs> oh, what a good idea! Yeah, he's such a he's such a dummy, and it, it, it's just funny seeing like it happen like in real time, right? Because obviously, like that's not just something they're gonna put out and we don't deal with it. Right? We deal with the poison stuff, right? And, and it's just funny seeing it carried out because you can see how much he has to get led by the nose to do all of this stuff. It's like, uh, are you okay, bro? Are you good? You good? <laughs> also, the first time I watched the anime, I thought that the minister was gonna have, like, he does have, like, not a huge role, but he has a relatively prominent role throughout this kind of arc. Um, but I saw him, and I was like, oh my god, he looks like the egg. It's the egg. Oh, it's <laughs> he the egg. It. And Zach was like, no, he didn't. And I was like, no, it's he him. He's the egg man. He looks just <laughs> like it. You said this round-faced motherfucker. <laughs> He said, look at him. Well, it's like his nose like and his Buy his ass at the grocery too. store. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but like, uh, I mean, obviously Eggman. we just want him to look evil. But I know, Dr. he looks Robotnik like the fucker from Game of Thrones, too. Yes, um, um, um v- oh Varys, god. or uh, yes. I think that's what his name is. Uh, yes, Varys. Varys, Varys. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever his name was. Yeah, the eunuch, but... 
no, and and that's what I like is it uses those little tropes, right? Like just stuff where like people who are into fantasy stuff are used to seeing, like the minister or the general and the king and all that stuff like that. Like it's still familiar territory, right? Like if you know anything about this stuff, it'll at least make a little bit of sense, which is nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know where you know where this is going. You know what's gonna happen. High mm-hmm. jinks. I also love uh, the very gossipy maids. Like their little designs, they're cute. <laughs> um, but I know we don't really see them again. They're just side characters. But I was like, oh, they're cute. They're talking shit. Um, okay, but like back to shit that was actually mm-hmm. happening. I love the panel where Griffith is like quote-unquote apologizing to him because he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> you are going to fucking die. And it's like... Yeah, no. Uh, it's just a very good sinister okay. shot where it's just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm smiling. I'm I'm not unhinged at all. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And even Julius is kind of like, mm, maybe I should not have done that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Um... But yeah, I think that's good. Also, just <laughs> Julius getting offended for the princess and then Guts being like, hey, wait, no, don't touch. Yeah, that was that, that, that's that's what I thought was funny, too, is like all of this royalty stuff. Right. It, it, it is kind of like dumb. And you can also see that Julius kind of takes advantage of it being dumb. And that he you know, smacks shit out of Griffith. Like, I can't believe you touched her. But we all know he was just being a dick, right? He's using it as a reason to lay hands on Griffith. And, like, which is funny because right before Griffith oh, yeah. is like, Guts, kneel, please. That's the king. What are you doing? Don't embarrass me, you fucking idiot. And then, you know, he gets called out for not following the rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, get on your knees, yeah, dummy. Like, like, God. <laughs> I know. God, Guts is like, I don't bow for anyone but you. I don't want to do this shit. I'm well, not yeah. about it. It's like, yeah, I'm but, not doing um, that. We can do that later, man. Chill. Yeah. But um, we briefly talked about Guts having a smile that is very cryptic. And we're going to talk about it. Um, I want to hear what you have to say about it first. Yeah. Though. So I feel like I, I, the way I wrote it down in my notes is that the romance aspect of stuff kind of scares guts a little bit still like somebody having very strong feelings for him. So I think that it's one of two things, right? He thinks it's cool that Griffith even Mm -hmm. tried to help her and then like turn the other Mm -hmm. cheek afterwards. Right. But then like it showed that like his character is, you know, like, Oh, that's my guy. But I feel like it's also Griffith kind of being relieved that, Oh, okay. He doesn't have those kind of feelings for me. That's for somebody else. Like, it's not about me like that. Like, he he really sees me as like oh. a true like friend, and he's focused on something else. So he does really like like me, right? And I, and you know, some of that may have to do with his assault stuff, but that's just kind of how I interpreted it. Is like he's like ah, okay. He's 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 not like being fake with me. Like he's still like a stand up guy, and he's not like interested in me in that way. Like not in like a homophobic way either. It's just like uh. Yeah, like a relieved way. Yeah. No, just in a relief. Yeah, I I like that a lot. I I wasn't like one hundred percent sure how to feel about it or what to take from it because it's like you know, he's watching the whole thing and like part of it 
It feels a little bit wistful, but not in like a romantic wistful sense. More in like mm-hmm. kind of how what Rickert was talking about, where Griffith is like moving away from them more and more. Right. And I kind of feel like he's kind of getting a sense of that, you know, like, oh, this princess is kind of interested in him. And he's like, you know, he's being very courtly to her and stuff. So like this could go <laughs> somewhere. And like it, he's like happy that Griffith is meeting his goals because, of course, right. that's Guts's end goal, too. Like, I want Griffith to do this thing. He even states that at the end of this chapter. But right. also just like a little bit sad, like it's bittersweet, you know, it's a very yeah. like complicated smile. I like, yeah. no, I like that. I like that interpretation of it too. I think that that makes sense because it is kind of what they've been talking about for this little section is, you know, he is drifting away from them, even though, and even though they're happy about it and they're participating in it, it is like bittersweet. So yeah, that definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I really like yours though, because like, that's honestly how I felt about Almost every friendship I've ever had. And, like, I know I'm getting married now, but, like, I, I've i been, like, very romantically mm-hmm. adverse. Like, oh, God, since I was, like, 12. <laughs> I was just kind of like, aha, that's funny. Right, um, and we're just not going to talk about that. Uh, jokes, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I would have, like, guys start to say something to me, and I would anyway. be like, yeah cool i'm gonna ruin the mood and like just like every single time pat him on the back Um, thanks buddy like you know i could tell they were starting to set that up and i'd be like yeah you're like a brother to me just or just like the most thanks bro thing i could do because i was like i don't want part in this and there even as of all there were guys who i was friends with in college who were trying to (laughs) i was like a weird nerd awkward guy magnet which was unfortunate um but like not in like not in the sense of like i know a lot of nerdy guys and they're really fun but it was like guys who were like oh there's this cool hipster girl who like has like she wears sweaters and she likes video games and reads comics oh she's so like i was very much like their manic pixie dream girl in some ways and um i didn't realize that because mm-hmm. i was yeah you were a ball of gin <laughs> of any of that kind of thing vibing out. yeah i was just vibing out and i was <laughs> just making friends in college because i wasn't used to having friends and um there were like three or four guys who i would like be like talking with and like hanging out and then i would realize they were like because th- they would say something along the lines of like I've never met someone like you before. Like you really, you really understand me. And I would be like, girl, you like anime. What? Crazy. And then I would like go to Cheval's room and be like, uh, it happened again. I don't have friends, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but I was just trying to hang out with this dude. Right. And then now he's telling me he likes there me because I like other, I like the things that he God. likes, which there was this one guy who, um, he was really awkward, but like, I enjoyed talking to him about some stuff when we lived in the same dorm and, like, he would just, like, dump on me, like, every time I saw him. Like, just all of his problems, because I, like, caught him in the common room one time, and I was like, hey, are you good? Yeah. And he was like, no. And, like, I'm not someone who's going to, like, leave you if you're not feeling good, even if I don't know you very well. Like, it's just kind of, like, my nature to comfort people. And, like, that happened, like, right. three times, and I was just kind of, like bro okay um but then like the last time he said something and I realized he was taking what I was doing like completely in the wrong way and I was just like 
that's wild, man. And then I just avoided him from that point on because I didn't know how to deal with conflict back then. But, yeah. like, <laughs> God. Right, right. <laughs> oh my God. That's, I, I feel like, especially young dudes, I feel like they read acts of generousness or, like, just basic kindness so wrong a lot of the time. Like, like, cause I mean, because we, because we were friends at, like, that's when we became friends in college when all this was happening, right? And like so many times, how many times people think we were dating, right? Like just because we liked each other and spent time together, and mm-hmm. everybody was like, "They're dating every day." And it's like, you know, it just takes some forethought to think through those feelings. And I feel like that's what I like about, you know, how they addressed it here is like, there's all kinds of different ways to receive somebody else's feelings, right? And we learned that guts isn't a weirdo. <laughs> guts heard something and was like. I don't think he wants to fuck me. I think he actually cares about me because he probably wasn't. And that's the thing. He wasn't thinking about that. Right. He was just more confused about exactly. somebody cares about yeah. me. But yeah, yeah, no, plenty of situations where guys just, especially the manic pixie dream girl thing. Like, Oh my God. Like, sorry. Um, yeah. Person who dyes their hair and has glasses and likes, uh, yeah. Anime, which is very popular by the way. They're not, they're not, um, Oh my god. They're not like your your special dream girl. Yeah, I think we're I think we're pretty much done here. Um it's it's good to keep doing the episodes. Um let us know if you want these to be a little longer or not. I'm I've been kind of thinking about maybe throwing another chapter in there if we're doing it every couple of weeks, but I, I'm I'm good doing it how it is now. But if any of our listeners, you know, have any thoughts about oh, maybe a little more if it's gonna be every two weeks, but I feel like the every two week schedule is good. We may go back to weekly, but there's just two mm-hmm. weddings, a bunch of other shit going on. So um, just, you know, trying to keep the balance and keep the show fun. Oh my God, the holidays. I, I've had, yeah, I'm going like yeah. three different Thanksgivings. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a busy time of year and I'm sure yeah. you guys are all busy too. It's probably why yeah, you're God listening to us you. is to, you know, spend the time that you're doing <laughs> other stuff with us and stuff like that. So, um appreciate you guys um let us know if there's anything else you want to know um we're unpacking it at we're our email is we're unpacking it at gmail.com um our twitter is let's unpack it underscore in between between each of the words um and then our instagram is unpack that pod and you can also catch us on twitter we have our personal twitters in the um description as well and I'm going to be streaming pretty much uh, anytime I get a chance to when I have days off. So um, mm-hmm. watch my Twitter there if you're interested. I just play mm-hmm. fighting games for the most part now and uh, shooters. So, you know, if you want to come bullshit and see that, feel free. And, you know, I'll, I'll probably tweet it out whenever I do it. But, yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. It's been a really good episode. I'm glad me and Kyle got to know you guys with our uh, thoughts on uh to uh, almost gay lovers yep. <laughs> and their in their uh, hanger on uh, Casca. <laughs> we're gonna make it gay. Yeah, we're gonna make we're it. We're gonna make it gay. gay. No, it's Polly. It's fine. No, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what the kids are doing these days. But yeah, no more love <laughs> yeah I'll. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 see you guys in a couple weeks. And thanks for listening. Catch you guys later.
Game, Game over. over.